Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP Radio. Well, 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 hello my friends and welcome to a brand new episode of GDP Radio Live right here at GDPRadio.com. As always, my name is Mike Mullen uh, here at the GDP Radio Megaplex And I'm going to skip all the BS about me getting in my car and walking in the front door and going up the elevator, step by step by step, all the way to the penthouse suite, all the way to the rooftop, climbing that rooftop, rung by rung by rung, looking up to the great white north, looking at the big white Canadian sky, probably still snowing, and there's a beam of light that always connects us. I'm going to skip that part, too, because we don't have time to talk about that and how the beam of light hits crystal and the crystal beam of light hits the DDP radio megaplex, and then it explodes out into the world. i got no time to talk about that stuff tonight, so we're not even going to do it, and how it goes worldwide to every corner of the globe right here, all because of DDP radio right here at ddpradio.com. But like I said, I have no time to go over that stuff tonight. How are you, Crystal? I'm good, thanks. It's a good thing we had a week off because now things are just going off right early. They're going off the edge. Oh, oh yeah. Well, we had a week <laughs> off last week. Um, we did. And, uh, it was a scheduled week, week off, but before we went on vacation, um, my microphone and everything kind of just shit the bed. Like, everything went wrong. So I was like, <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to have to replace all this stuff. So... A couple of days after that happened, I kind of hooked it up, and I'm like, oh, it's working fine. It must have been just like a connection. I did it wrong or something until yesterday when I went to go pull it out and try it again, and then nothing worked again. So um, <laughs> I'm kind of backwaying my way through the show tonight with my iPad. And not a, on top of that, our central air went out. I talked about this on Facebook. So our central air went out, and it's hot as hell in our, in our place right now. It's like 85 degrees in the living room, and I'm not, I'm, I am, I do not suffer discomfort in a well, easy manner. So we have a portable (laughs) unit that we got in here. So I'm actually in the bedroom, like literally bothering Katie while she's trying to watch her shows, just so I can get a little bit of cool air, so I can actually do DDP radio without having to complain to you about it the whole night. (laughs) Um, I'll send you some cold. (laughs) <laughs> so that's where I'm at. How are you, Crystal? Um, well, I'm not hot. 
<laughs> I'll tell you that much. Um, it was a crazy day. Well, it was a crazy day. We had a crazy storm here, and well, that pretty much just sums it up. Oh wow! Yeah, you guys got a storm there. I've been hearing nothing about nothing but crazy weather going on everywhere right? lately. So uh, yeah, yeah it's, uh, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. Um, it's one of those. Uh, <laughs> End of the world situations, but I surprisingly feel fine other than being too hot for the show. But um, <laughs> uh, we, I know that we have a follow-up show tonight. You are working very, very hard getting our guests in order, and I know you get another great uh, show for us uh, tonight with an amazing guest who is returning. This is a, we always do a yeah. return show where we bring back some people who uh, we've had on before that are really just crushing it and follow up with their journeys, but. Um, before we even do that, we got some we got some birthdays in the house. Uh, yeah. Got to give a uh, a shout out to our fearless leader, the man that keeps the lights on for us here at the DDP Radio Megaplex. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page turns what was it, twenty seven years old? I heard. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guarantee you, DDP looks more like twenty seven than I look like twenty seven. So I'll give him. Me too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but also you can't judge uh, judge on being Superman, basically, uh, which he certainly is. Um, Absolutely. I don't know if any of you guys saw WrestleMania this past weekend, but I I, I know everyone's been buzzing about that, and uh, it's just been a crazy week. I feel like I've seen everybody all over social media talking about everything, and. Uh, I love uh, the community is so tied into wrestling and stuff like that. I think it's cool to kind of have that that fan base, uh, you know, chatting up on uh, on the on the show and on the websites and on the Facebook and all that stuff. Um, but uh, we don't do a wrestling show, so I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> I don't know what I was getting off <laughs> on the tangent for. But um, without any further ado, Crystal, I think you're uh, you've got somebody on the line for us that we might have a cool yep. uh, update show about. Let's, uh, let's get that going. I'm going to try to fiddle with my device here and see if I can make this work better. Don't fiddle with it because you'll end up hanging up or something. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Join Mike and I this week as we check in and update you on the journey of one of our friends and past warriors, Ryan. See, I always mess up his last name, Eddington. <laughs> Ryan is proof positive that the system works when you put the work in the system. That point was very evident on our very first discussion with him. We will get the scoop on how the fast track DDPY coach and certification process went and what the future holds for Ryan. Um, when we we are, sorry, I've got marbles in my mouth. We are excited to welcome Ryan back to the show and to the Megaplex. Please welcome Ryan. Hey, how is everybody? Hi, Ryan. Hey, how are you, man? I'm hanging in there. Uh, sorry, I uh, caught that you're having some uh, AC issues. Hit me up on uh, Facebook after the show, and maybe I might be able to help you with that. I do maintenance at an apartment complex. Oh, that's awesome, man. I, I appreciate that. We, we got a whole new unit coming in. Hopefully tomorrow they're going to have to replace the entire central air system. So it's been oh, a, it's been a, 
a process. <laughs> yeah, but I appreciate that, man. Oh, no problem. Yeah, you you guys in your conditioning. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah, air conditioning in New Hampshire is just called, I mean, in uh, Canada, is just called going outside. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's I'm, called December. <laughs> I'm, I'm originally from Baltimore, so I like the cold. And as soon as I moved down to North Carolina, I just, I couldn't, I, yeah, I got to have AC. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it gets, gets toasty down here. Um, yeah, it, so well, welcome it, back, it, man. I appreciate it. I, I'm I'm really excited to uh, to make a, a second appearance, and uh, I, I'm I've been looking forward to it. Well, we're excited to have you back, and and you know if you want to go back and listen to uh, Ryan's full story, go back into the archives of DDP Radio, along with uh, over 500 episodes, some amazing episodes back there. But for people just tuning in tonight, want to give us a rundown of uh, of your story, the cliff notes, uh, how you got to where you're at now, and how you've been doing since the last uh, show aired, if you want to give us a, a heads up. Um, well, when I first started, um, I was at 187 uh, pounds, and now, as of last Saturday, I was at 122. Um, Great job, Ryan. Thank you. I uh, definitely have gotten uh, a lot more knowledge as far as nutrition goes. Um, I stick to what I feel is a pretty strict work schedule uh, with my workouts. Um, And me and my wife together, we we just, we agree on which instructor we're doing that night and we go to town on it and we track everything. Well, I track everything with... uh, my fitness pal app as far as my nutrition goes um i weigh everything that i i eat and i pay a lot more attention to labels um my flexibility has gotten a lot better and i'm a lot happier with uh with what i'm what i'm getting and i i credit it a lot to the ddpy and um that, that's kind of the the gist of it um since the last time i was on uh, which I believe was in September, um, mm-hmm. I have been able to to maintain the weight that I've been trying to, to maintain. Um, and, yeah, I, I've learned a lot more since then. Um, so, yeah, that, that's kind of the, the basics. A little, little, uh, little uh, cliff notes, I guess, but a little longer probably. <laughs> well... <laughs> I mean that that that's perfect, um, and we'll take it from there, and we'll we'll dive into it. So, how long total have you been doing DDPY from the first time you started? Um, I celebrated my first year in August, so this will be uh, year two this August. Wow! Congratulations, man. Um, Thank you. You know when you when you first start DDPY, like a lot of people go through this, you get that initial high, that buzz, that kind of drives you. And then there's a certain point around the eight-month mark, nine-month mark for certain people where the newness and the excitement of the newness wears off, and you're going to start relying on a little bit of elbow grease and grit to get through it. Did you – have you experienced the point now where this has just become part of your grind, or is it something you're still coasting on the, the new and the fun and exciting, or have you found a balance between the two yet where you know this is something you've got to do to keep maintaining your happiness and your health? Um, yeah, I mean, when, when I first started, 
I won't lie. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to lose weight. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm. I was hopeful, but honestly, like after the first week, I think I lost ten pounds. I was like, holy hell! Like this is, <laughs> like this is legit. Like, you know. And and then that was my motivation when I first saw the the ten pounds drop off. I'm like, hell yeah! Well, you know, let's see what I can do next week. And then next week, a couple more pounds came off, and it's like, all right, you know, this this is real. And then. You know, I, I wouldn't say I uh, the the excitement fizzled out. Um, I kind of just took that as like, all right, what can I do next? You know, what uh, you know, what move am I struggling with? What move is you know giving me a fit? You know, and and I started seeing changes and and you know, getting out of bed, I'm not as as sore as I used to be, and it's like, all right, cool. You know, this this is legit. And then when May hit. Um, you know, and, and I, uh, I went down to the performance center for the, uh, summit. And when I came back and got on the scale, I'm like, damn, I lost more weight. And, you know, it was just, it, it, it just kept going. And, and I, I kept telling myself like, you know, as long as I keep putting in the work, you know, I'm going to get to where I want to be at. And that was just the mentality I had where I, once I had my goal set, I, I, stuck to it and the only thing that scared me was am I going to be able to maintain it because I feel like it's very easy to lose the weight if you're putting the work in but you know you hear a lot of people with other diets where they just after a certain amount of time they start picking weight back up and and you know kind of chalk it up but me I've been able to just make it part of my life where I take off on Wednesday night and I take off on Saturday and Sunday, but I'm busting my ass Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, you know, and that that just works for me. That's you know the schedule that my body's used to now, and um, I, I don't struggle as much as I used to. So, Ryan, what would you say, because I've had a lot of people asking me questions about this recently, um, what would you say was harder when you first started? Was it the workouts or was it the food? Um, I'd say it was the, the food. Um, yeah. I, I, was still, I was still hungry at times until I started reading through the um, – because when, when my wife and me, when we got the program, we got the DVDs, um, and it actually came with a book. Um, uh, so, you know, thumbing through, trying to find recipes and ideas and, and exploring the app and finding the, the uh, recipes on there. Um, and then once I started eating that, that style of food, you know, like Dallas says, like, you know, you, you'll feel fuller longer by eating better quality food. And slowly, my my body started to adjust to the to the better foods. I wasn't craving sweets anymore. Um, you know, now now when I come home and and I have a salad for lunch, it's just normal. Before it, it wouldn't be that at all. Um, and and I kind of look forward to that healthier eating. And I think if you start seeing progress and and you you know, or eating that stuff, it just becomes second nature at that point. You don't really worry about it as much, I think. Was sweets an issue before, Ryan? Yes. Um, yes. I, uh, I definitely am a cookie, uh, cookie junkie. Um, not so much cakes, but ice cream, you know, all that stuff. Um, yep. 
Now, I do, I don't want to say reward myself, but on Sundays, I consider it my happy day. Um, I don't say cheat because I think of negative, and as long as I'm putting in the work and maintaining, I feel I can indulge a little bit. Sundays are my days that I will have some cookies or something that I normally wouldn't have throughout the week. It's just kind of a, you know, you know, keep it up, but, you know, just because it's bad doesn't mean one day is going to hurt me. That's right. Um, I definitely don't make it a habit. Sundays is my, that's the day that I don't track stuff, um, you know, and, and when Monday hits, I'm back on my shakes, I'm back on my, you know, my normal routine. As some people will uh, argue that um, complete abstinence is how you do it. I'm one of those people that finds that getting it out of your system allows you to have a cleaner week. Um, yes. Because if I don't, you know, the obsessive, I'm like, all I'll think about for the rest of the week is having that. Um, so I, I totally get where you're coming from. I definitely, and that's kind of my target too, where it's like, you know, Sunday, you know, whatever I may be wanting now, Sunday I'll have it on. So that way, you know, I have something to kind of look forward to. Um, now there is a, a brand of ice cream that I will kind of have throughout the week if, you know, I really want it, um, called Halo Top. And um, there's another brand hmm. called uh, Nix. Um, it's low calorie, high protein, um, you know, carbs are a little high. It just depends, like, you know, when I put all my info in on, on my fitness app, it tells me what I can stay within. So if I got the, the calories to spare, then, you know, I'll go ahead and do that. Otherwise, it's, you know, popcorn at night, you know, with a movie or, you know, I've even, it may sound weird, but I've even did like broccoli with a, uh, uh, brand called Skinny Girl dressing yeah yep um you know it's it's just in how how uh you know finding an alternative to to what you may be craving at the time which i'm sure no one really craves broccoli but you know dallas says you know how bad do you want something i want to have a certain physique and eating ice cream monday through sunday is not going to get me that so <laughs> I'll eat, I'll eat the broccoli uh, with the skinny girl dressing. <laughs> <laughs> There's some really great alternatives, too, if you if you actually do a little research for things. I know our co-host here, our former co-host, uh, Stacey Morris, a uh, friend of the show, she has two recipe books that are just chock full of amazing, delicious alternatives to food. And, and nowadays especially, they have a lot of good quality alternatives. The Halo Top isn't bad. Um Someone once told me that, uh, but one thing I, I, I can't endorse is someone once told me that kale chips are just as good as regular chips, and I cut those people out of my life. I don't need that kind of activity. <laughs> kale, kale is devil's lettuce, uh, and I will not endorse kale in any form here on the show, despite, despite how helpful and healthy it is. But there's a lot, there's some good stuff out there for, for alternatives if you take the time to kind of find them. <laughs> Absolutely, and and I I never realized how much I loved peanut butter until now. So now I use a, a powdered peanut butter where it's uh, you just add a, you know a little bit of water and mix it up, and I'll slice up an apple and and cut it into like super small slivers. So that way I feel like I'm getting more than what that really apple is, and I'm good. Like that, 
But again, I mean, that, that works for me. I mean, some people look at Apple and be like, that's not enough, which is true. You cut that thing into, you know, small slivers, you turn that apple into, you know, to a meal, basically, on how small you cut it. <laughs> it is a process, though. Like, you know, obviously, I, I had a weight problem. You had weight to lose. How long did it take you to get to the point where you could be satisfied with an apple? Was it something that happened as soon as you turned the switch, or is it something your body had to get really used to and kind of, you know, white knuckle through some of the cravings? Um, it, it took me a little bit. I won't uh, say it did. It, it took me a little bit, but um, something else that I was really – earlier on in, the, in my process, I would – have an afternoon snack and a midday snack. Now I've trying, I'm trying to train my body to only three meals a day, and then like, so that way I can have those calories left for the day if I want to, you know, have a halo top or something like that. Um, but uh, you know, back when I first started doing it, you know, I would have my shake in the morning, and then an afternoon snack would be like a, a piece of fruit, and then my lunch, and then I would have like a granola bar and then dinner, and then work out, and then have another shake. Um, that was kind of my my every day. Um, and now I've kind of cut out my snacks, and so far I seem to be doing pretty good with that. I, I drink a lot more water, so I think that that's a reason why. The thing that sucks about it is I'm using the bathroom so much, where it's like, man, <laughs> like, I just feel like I just win. Um, but... Uh, yeah, it, it it was it was a challenge at first, but you know if if you stay committed to it and and you train your body, your body will will adapt to whatever you're wanting it to do. You know, I think I think that's a really good point because you know your body will make the changes, but sometimes it's really really hard to change your mind, and that's you know that's a big hang up for a lot of people. It, it gets real discouraging where you, where you look at your plate and you're like, man, this is all I can have. And, and then, you know, you let it sit for a minute and then it kind of catches up to you. And then you're like, well, I'm glad I didn't go back for more or whatnot. You know, portion control is one thing that I never really had um, mm-hmm. until I started, you know, weighing things. And like I said, reading labels and um, like tonight we did uh, uh, turkey breast and broccoli was our dinner. And according to the package, a serving was four ounces at 90 calories, but it had a lot of protein. I had the calories to spare, so I rounded it up to six ounces. And at the time, I wasn't full, but once, you know, I finished my drink, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm I'm good now. And it, like I said, your, your body will, will start to adapt. You know, it just takes a little bit. You got you to gotta let your body figure out what it, what it's trying to, what you're asking it to do. Right, there's a huge it, difference between being full and being stuffed. Yes, yes. <laughs> right. And there, there is almost a, a, a like a drug withdrawal detox aspect to it as well. Um, the first couple of weeks where you change your diet, I'm not gonna lie, it's rough. You know, you, you oh, get, yeah. I mean, you you gotta kind of just really just grin, grit and grin and bear it. You know, to a point. And with, you know, drug addiction, too, and, like, in alcoholism, you know, I always found the diet parts a little, you know, it's hard because you quit drinking today. Tomorrow you're sober. You're not drunk. But I could eat 
really great for two weeks, and I'm still fat, you know. There's a long road that you realize in the first two weeks of, of, of eating healthy and clean eating that you think, I get to do this forever. But your body does kind of just, once it gets into that mode, you, it, your body starts kind of just recalibrating itself to the point where you don't have that kind of stress about just, I feel hungry all the time. And I, I think that's one of the best, advices that I've learned with the with the DDPY is when Dallas says to take the six pictures because, you know, I I went through the same thing. I'm pretty sure a lot of other, uh, you know, warriors have went through where it's like I'm not seeing the number reflect on the scale, but, you know, when you look at your pictures, you're like, okay, you know, I'm seeing a little difference in my arms. I'm seeing a little difference in my waistline, you know, and, and you'll always have that. And when I you know, signed up to do the coaching thing, one of the clients that I had at the time, um, you know, she was, you know, kind of discouraged. And I said, well, look back at your pictures, you know, look pictures and see, you know, what it was then compared to now. And she thanked me. She's like, that, you know, I'm so glad I still have them. And I, and that, you know, got her back on the saddle and, and, you know, she was back on track. You know, those, those six pictures, tell you more than than what that digital scale or whatever scale you have says i mean i i've been around long enough to know that everyone who has been told to take the pictures gripes about taking the pictures and i don't want to take the pictures (laughs) but you know what you don't have to publish them just take the pictures because when you look back they really are the most effective way to measure your progress. I mean, exactly. I I ran over my bathroom scale with my car. <laughs> I got fed up. I got fed up with being a slave to something that's... A, sla- a scale won't tell you what you're worth. And yep. I found myself on the scale all the time. And I would really deflate my own balloon when I wouldn't lose, you know, two pounds or whatever the case may be. I got so upset I ran it over with a car, and I haven't looked back since. I haven't weighed myself in years, and it was it, good for me. Yeah, it's it's very easy to get discouraged when, when you look at the the numbers on the scale, and you're like, man, like, I've been putting in the work, and, and it's not right. reflecting but then you have like I to this day I still have those six pictures the original six pictures I keep them in my phone and anytime I may be feeling like I overate one day or you know I just had a rough day I have it and I look at it and I'm like all right I'm I'm doing just fine Look, the, the six pictures too a, a lot of people like um they don't scoff at it they don't want to, they don't can't see themselves doing it because a lot of times when you get to a point where you really feel like you want to change you're often at a real low point and to just stand there in front of the camera with no shirt and shorts looking vulnerable at probably one of your you know lower moments in life it's a pretty humbling experience and a lot of people think i don't want to do that i don't want to expose myself in that into my in that vulnerability in that way so I see a lot of people, I don't want to take it, I don't want to take it, but it's such a good point. You don't have to put anything on Facebook. Nobody's ex- expecting you to put it on online or anything you don't feel comfortable nope. doing. But it's such a beautiful tool to kind of contrast because we talk about the weight difference. 
the weight difference is always significant when you show them, but it shows so much more than the weight. You look at people's eyes. You look at their face. Oh, yeah. They look, they look yep. the, the, the fire returns to people's eyes. The smile, the color returns to people. It's almost like looking at black and white versus color, some of those pictures. And, and weight is almost one of the last things that you see in those. Yep. And and that was me. You know, I, I, I looked at the at one of my pictures a, a while back, and, and I could see, like you said, the, you know, the depression on my face where it's like I'm standing in my living room without a shirt. I look like, you know, this and that. And then, you know, six months later, it's like, Okay, cool, you know, and, and I'm the type of person where it's like, if I can do this now, you know, what can I do in another six months? And that was, you know, my motivation where it's like, you know, I'm I'm encouraging myself to be better because of the progress I'm already seeing. So it's like, you know, how, how much further can I push myself? And, you know, obviously I, I know my limits, you know, I'm not going to, you know, cram out a, a, a a big workout, you know, multiple times in a day if, if, if I can't do it, you know, if my knees won't let me, you know, whatever. But, um, yeah, you know, looking at the pictures now, I'm smiling and I'm, I, I don't mind my picture being taken. And, you know, me and my wife, we take a picture. It's like, we ain't got to pull our shirts down a little further or, you know, anything like that. It's, it's, and that, and it's a great feeling that, you know, I kind of feel a, a little bit more photogenic now. <laughs> I know you are because I've seen the pictures. Um, <laughs> I was just wondering, you know, a lot of people don't really dive into, but how much has your circle changed now that you are where you are? My my like, has circle. You, yeah, have your friends changed or? Um. Well, I would be lying if I said I had friends. <laughs> Um, I, I work so much, uh, work and home is all I really know. Um, I, I will say as far as family goes, um, yeah. I, I've gotten a lot of encouragement from my, uh, my brother-in-law and my mother-in-law, um, some on my side of, you know, like I said, the the last time we had, had talked in September, you know, I've, I've kind of criticized a little bit that I look too thin and, and stuff like that. But um, I, 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 I focus more on how I feel about me. Um, Good job. And, and that's, it, it's, it's, I'm doing this for myself to be here for my wife and kids, which that's the most important thing to me. Um, and, Everyone's always going to have an opinion. If if I were to continue basing my life off of what someone else thinks, then I'm not really living my life to be the best for myself. That's great, Brian. It's uh, it, it's it's you know when I when I was you know the weight that I was at you know back home, my friends you know would criticize me that you know the stuff I was eating and stuff, and, and it, it broke me down, um, you know, it made me feel bad about myself, but not bad enough to do anything about it, um, you know, it, it took me losing my dad to a heart attack for me to want to get my life together, and, and that was my, my starting point, um, you know, and, and I'm getting older, <laughs> I'll be 35 <laughs> next month, and, you know, I, I want to, I want to, 
do the uh, the dad thing as long as I can and, and the husband thing as long as I can. I know that we're coming up on the anniversary of your dad's passing, and I'm so very sorry. Um, does you. that weigh on you um, very yeah. sharply still? Yeah. Yeah, and I um I I lost my mom um actually shortly after our uh our interview in September. She passed away on the 23rd. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, cancer. And uh this past Saturday we actually uh had a a service and ceremony for um so it it's been a rough rough two years. Um I'm dealing with that a little better because I knew she had cancer and I, and I knew it was, you know, my mom, she prepared me for it. You know, she she said, you know, Ryan, there's no cure. There's nothing that really anybody can do. So I, I, I accepted that a little bit. It still hurts. You know, I miss her. Yeah. And, you know, I hope, I'm hoping she's still watching over me and, and all that. Um, but, you know, losing my dad unexpectedly, that it still weighs on me and, and this Sunday is the two year anniversary and it's uh Easter uh over here and um he uh he would dress up as the Easter bunny at times so it I kinda steer away from Easter. Um but yeah, yeah that that still you know still stays on my mind. I I think that you are an incredible person. I am lucky enough to do what I do, and I read up on a lot of people. And one of the things that stands out every time I read up on you is your heart. You are one of the most caring people I have ever (laughs) read about, and I'm very lucky because I get to call you friend and that translates, I think, when you come on the show that, you know, Mike and I are very invested in your story and we're really glad you're here and I'm so sorry that you had to go through those things. But it um, is a testament to you that you found your way through grief well. I I, I appreciate that. I, I do... Uh... I do feel like I have a good heart. I try to be here for anybody who feels like they need it. Um, you know, whether it's a ear to bend or, you know, just the you know, to have a moment. Um, you know, I I that was the one thing that I always felt like I was good at was being a good listener. Um, you know, I, I may not always have the right answers or but sometimes someone just needs a ear to ear to bend and True. Um, you know, I, I I I enjoy making people feel better. Um, you know, I have my moments of depression. Um, I have moments where you know I do shut down, and I'm definitely not Superman by any means. Um, but uh, you know, I I I tried to to do the best I can and be accountable for myself. Um, but I always want to make sure myself is accessible to anybody who who needs it. Um, you know the the ones that that are are quiet and you know uh, you know just don't have anybody to talk to. I I, I 
don't want anybody to do anything to themselves if I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, if, yeah. Absolutely. If someone needed somebody, I would, I would hope that they knew that they could count on me to, to be there to, to talk them off the ledge, if that makes any sense. It makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. I mean, I think it's a gift, you know, to have someone that you can always count on just to say, you know what, I'm here to listen, not to preach, not to, you know, offer an opinion or just to listen. And, I mean, I think, you know, we've lost a lot of that. Everybody is so willing to say, oh, well, I get it or, yeah, I understand, but, yeah, just sit and listen to somebody actually say, you know what, this is this is what I'm going through, and you know, yeah. And I, I go thing. through the uh, I go through the DDP uh, Facebook page often, you know, and just will read people's stories, and you know, anytime I may be having a moment or anything like that, and you know, I'm I'm always scoping it out, you know, seeing you know how everybody's doing, and and I. I try to respond, you know, to everybody when I see something or, you know, if I post something and, and someone comments with a question, you know, I do my best to answer it as quick as I can. And, um, you know, I, 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 I don't post as much as I'd like to um, because I don't want to come off as arrogant or, you know, anything oh, like no, that. No. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm... I'm very proud of myself, and I'm very proud of everybody that is showing up every day and doing, you know, their part to improve themselves because sometimes it's not easy, and sometimes they don't have a support system at home. Like, I'm fortunate. I have my wife. She encourages me. I try to encourage her. Um, you know, we started this thing together, and and it became part of our lives now. Um, and I know some people don't have that, you know, some people yeah. are doing it by themselves and, you know, um, just because you're doing it alone at home doesn't mean you're alone. If the, you know, you're posting something on Facebook, you put it out there for everyone to see. And anytime I see someone post something and see all the positive comments, it's like, okay, you know, maybe that comment that that person said is, is helping that other person continue doing the best that they can and that yeah and know, I, makes me happy yeah i saw a bumper sticker here the other day and it said transparency isn't ignorance <laughs> hey new phone new phone who this <laughs> welcome back <laughs> thank you so I, I was i was actually responding to you guys for like five minutes and every time i talked you guys would talk over me, so I didn't know. I'm like, do they just don't want to listen to me? And then I realized no I'm one's so hearing sorry. anything I said. And then I got dropped, and my everything went to hell. So I apologize. I'll have to, I'll have to listen to DDP Radio on iTunes tomorrow and catch up. <laughs> High five, Ryan. We're cutting them yeah. up. <laughs> uh, it's like succession. It's getting voted off the board. Right? You're off the so island. Anyways, <laughs> I I apologize. Um, yeah, that was a mess. Um, but continue your conversation. I didn't mean to butt in mid mid. Uh, no, go mid, ahead. Mid story. Oh, you're good. No, I'm 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 just. You no, know, I was just gonna say. Um, since you you know you, you you're kind of used to this life now. You've been here uh, over a year. You've 
came on last year, your life has obviously changed. There's this moment in time where people who have been doing this a while and have had some success, they get put into a spot where they got to encourage the new people to come around. And I heard that you were talking earlier that you like to uh, go out there and encourage people on the page and people on social media and stuff. You've kind of gotten into coaching and uh, gotten into a mentor role in certain aspects of, of DDP radio. What is that to you? And how were you, uh, when you first came in, who were the people there that kind of showed you the ropes and how are you doing that for, for people coming in now? Um, when I, first started you know the the program uh it it was my wife um her and me were learning together um you know i i guess you know arthur was kind of the the leading man and then you know like i said when when we started we purchased the dvd so um jared i believe was his name who lost a crazy amount of weight um and my wife and me both at the same time were like damn, he lost that much? Like, all right, you know, this this is real. And, uh, you know, I didn't, until I got invited to the summit in 2022 um, and met, you know, the, the Positively Unstoppable Champions and, and the the group that was there, um, you know, I, I, I look up to Candy Rotten um, and Brian Tan, um, you know, just the the stories, you know, there's a lot of similarities or, you know, I just connect with uh, with some of their stuff, um, you know, and, and now that, you know, I'm, uh, you know, more a part of the community now, um, I've had quite a bit of, of friend requests, you know, f- from from the page and, and I try to, to be as, as, you know, like I said earlier, accessible um, to anybody, but uh, I I hear you know quite a bit that I'm inspiring people, and it's like I'm not necessarily trying to do that. I'm just doing my thing and kind of keeping myself accountable by you know posting it. But if I inspire somebody, awesome. You know, if that's what helps them through it, great. You know, I'm I'm very grateful to be able to inspire somebody. That's that's a very great attitude to have. I I always find that people go out there and claim that they're trying to inspire people. It becomes a little bit of a, not an act, but you're kind of putting on something. Feels forced. I think the best Mm -hmm. way to, yes, feels forced. I think the best way to inspire people is to just do what you do and lead by example. Don't try to set up a page. Like, don't be a brand or like a show. Be an example is what I always said. Yeah, Yeah. I, I I post every now and then, and, and like I said, it, to kind of keep myself accountable. And, and you know, I, I, I've i seen, you know, several people, wow, you know, you're inspiring, you're, you know, inspirational. And, and I don't get me wrong, I love hearing that. I mean, it, it you know, definitely boosts my ego, but, you know, I, I that's not my intentions, and I'm not trying to put anybody down or, you know. Um, but, you know, hearing, hearing that, it's like, wow, you know, all I'm doing is just, eating better and, and doing a workout, you know, and, but if that's inspiring somebody, then, then go for it, you know, like, take it and run with it, message me if you have a question, I'll do the best I can to answer it, I'm not a, you know, certified nutritionist or anything like that, but I'll tell you what I do for myself, and if that helps you, cool. And, and that, I that's think what that's we've always one said. 
sorry. Oh, go ahead, Crystal. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, and I think, Ryan, when people dig into your story, because I have actually done that, I think that's one of the most um, very authentic things about you is you're willing to put yourself out, but you're willing to help someone along the way so they can get to exactly where you are. And a lot of people safeguard that. They, you know, I've worked so hard and blah, blah, blah. Well, it's no fun if you're on the island by yourself. And I find with you that you're willing to bring us all along for the ride, and and that's amazing. Absolutely. I'm proud to be a part of the community and, you know, help in any way that I can, um, you know, I've, I've said that to Pat, um, you know, I, that's why I started the, the fast track coaching. Um, I've kind of had that on hold for a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I had some, uh, some personal issues with one of the clients. Um, and then I kind of needed time to, to rebound myself mentally with, you know, the things that was going on in, in my personal life. Um, because I, I don't feel like I can be the best to help somebody if I'm going through something myself, um, you know, and so I kind of pumped the brakes on a little bit, and it's a lot to learn. It, it's a lot to learn. Like, when I got the um, the information from Hayden, and I'm thumbing through everything, I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, this, this is a lot harder <laughs> than I thought it was going to be. Like, no wonder you got to get certified, but, I mean, you – you learn a lot about it and, and I'm, I'm still learning every day. Um, you know, and, and I'm, I'm hoping to get certified. Um, I'm not ready to be assessed just yet. Um, I am, you know, looking for clients to, you know, kind of restart. Um, but yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, fast track coaching thing is definitely something that I don't know if, uh, they had, released that at the time the last time we had talked but um that's what started it for me was I was doing the Hayden workout and he said you know if you're ever interested in this certification and and stuff like that and I did and he responded and I'm like holy crap like I'm actually doing this (laughs) (laughs) a a lot of people you know Hayden I talked to Hayden three five ten twelve twenty times a day texting all day long and that guy knows his shit and when people assume there's a lot of fitness companies out there that will certify you, just give me the check, make sure it cashes and sign here, and there you go, certified. They're not going to send you out into the world without any kind of real hardcore like proof that you know how to represent the company and you know how to do this right. And that certification program is the real deal. They fine-tune that thing for years. So people are often taken aback by how much stuff, is in there and how much stuff there is to learn. But I think that's great because I think it's a disservice to take someone's check and send them out without the knowledge that they need to, to do this successfully. When I, I, um, they set up a, a phone interview or a, a, a FaceTime interview, uh, zoom, I think it was. And I remember the whole time, like my heart was beating fast. Like I was nervous <laughs> as hell. Uh, there was Pat was on the line and Hayden and Josh. And I'm like, holy crap. Like, and I don't know how to do Zoom, so I'm, like, screwing everything up. They can't hear me. I'm like, oh, God, I'm bombing already. And <laughs> it was it was kind of intimidating. But, um, 
you know, getting that that uh, response that, you know, I was accepted and, and all that, I was like, all right, cool, you know. And I came home and told my wife, and, you know, I, I paid the fee, and I had the stuff sent to me, and um, I had two clients at the time, and uh, one of them was, was going through a rough time, and the other one was, was already kind of established with a routine, but not with DDPY. And then just some some personal things at work happened, and and everyone just thought it was best to kind of you know part ways, um, which was disheartening. But uh, you know I, I'm I'm wanting to start establishing clients again and and help uh, help anybody you know reach whatever it is that they're trying to achieve. Um, I'm hoping to to get that ball rolling very quickly. Well, and I mean, I it think like it, mean... it's. <laughs> go ahead, Mike. No, Crystal, I promise. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I was just going to say it's one of the things you always hear about this whole certification process and, you know, becoming a trainer and doing all that stuff, you know, when it comes to this program. And it's the same thing I've heard a million times over. You will not be the same person that started. At the end, you'll be so much more confident and, you know, you'll be a different person. I'm a very uh, nervous person. Um, Like, I have anxiety and and all kinds of stuff like that. Um, But my original goal was to become an instructor. And then I'm thinking, damn, how am I supposed to do that? Because I have stage fright. How am I going to be able to teach somebody if I can't even, you know, overcome this fear? Um, but, you know, when I'm doing the workouts, that's all I'm thinking about, you know, is, is doing a workout, you know. And, and you know, with the uh, fast track, all i got to do is just, you know, check in with somebody. You know, hey, everything cool? You know, what's, what's your nutrition like? And it, I feel like the fast track is definitely a, a good uh baby step into if if an instructor is your ultimate goal um i feel like it's a good way to to build a relationship you know professionally with your client mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. you know if anybody's on the on the fence about you know trying it i encourage it it is a lot I'm not trying to discourage anybody um but again like dallas says it's how bad you want something that's right. I just I just want to help people, so that's that's my end. Well, you said that you you end up a different person and all of this, which is crazy because I started out Michael Mullins and somehow ended up Garrett Sakahara. So <laughs> things really went south for me. <laughs> when I when I when I went to the performance center and, and did the uh, summit and worked out with Garrett. That was one of my favorite all-time classes. The whole the whole weekend we were there. Um, you know, no offense to Dallas or Hayden or Josh or uh, Scott French, but Garrett's class was just that's what I needed for that day because everything was so intense. The those workouts that we did, it was nice to kind of have a, a good flow workout. You know, and. I, I I love Garrett. I got to talk to him at Top Golf when when we went there, and, and he's a really cool guy. 
Yeah, he is. Oh, I'll be cutting. I'll, I'll be cutting this out of the episode. Garrett doesn't need to. Be <laughs> hey, I know everyone hates Garrett, but Garrett, Garrett's my guy. I, I, I love he, Garrett. He, he's my buddy. I, no. I, he don't know it yet, but we're friends. He's the worst. He's the worst. <laughs> I got his red headband uh, right in the other room. Oh, oh well. Uh, he was at WrestleMania this weekend. I was chatting with him all weekend. He did his first uh, first legit promoting uh, job. Him and J- he brought Jake the Snake Roberts to, to WrestleCon. So we were uh, shooting the shit all weekend. So I was getting all the live reports from him from WrestleCade and, and all the pictures. Everyone's like, I love Garrett. I love Garrett. So I refuse to let him have any more love. He's got enough. <laughs> I'm, take, I'm taking the rest of him. Mm-hmm. I, I, seen a, I seen a picture of him uh, sitting. Uh, someone took a picture of him like from where he was sitting at and he was like all reclined back enjoying life i'm like damn must be nice <laughs> I, I i guess i should be nice to him because uh he sent me that jake the snake roberts ravishing rick rude mattel uh two-pack that he had jake signed for me so i, I guess i got oh, a wow. nice one after that <laughs> so uh yeah he, he, no, he seems to have the connects yep. yeah he's a he's a good dude he's a good dude and uh probably Besides DDP, maybe including DDP, the most beloved member of the DDPY community, which is why I refuse to let him have any more. <laughs> did, you, did you know he was a Detroit Lions fan? Oh, here oh, we go. Yeah, he, he's, got, he's got all kinds of weird stuff like that. His like his favorite band is Live, which I like Live, but it's nobody's favorite band. Like nobody's favorite band is Live. He's just got all kinds of those weird things. <laughs> Yeah, he he posted something on Facebook when when the NFL season was on about you know the Lions or whatnot. And I was like, what? He's a Lions fan, and uh, <laughs> which is what my that that was my father-in-law's uh, team was the Lions, and they're actually playing the Ravens this year. So I sent them a, a message. I'm like, hey man, like you should try and go to Baltimore uh, and catch the game. And he's like, I might think about it. And I'm thinking, there ain't no way in hell. He's going to go all the way to Baltimore to see that game. Like, we're cool, but we ain't that cool. Like, you don't know me like that. Like, I mean, we, we only met at, at the summit. Like, we're not, you know, buddies or anything like that. But I think it would be cool, Gary, to be listening. I'm still – that offer's still on the table. He, he only shows up for a five-star hotel and seven female escorts models on the, on the, in the skybox. That's where he's going to be. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'll be in the nosebleeds above him. <laughs> yeah, big time soccer. And now I wish we could add another show to this uh, hour to the show to just shit talk Garrett for an hour. But uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, but uh, we're we're running out of time. We only got five minutes left before they kick us off. But uh, I wanted to ask real quick. You know, we were on a few months ago. We came on to the update. Next time when we have you on for an update, which I hope we will. Uh, where do you hope to be? Where do you see yourself? What kind of goals and what kind of uh, where do you see yourself in, in a year down the line? Well, if if I am unable to achieve the fast track uh, certification program, my ultimate goal is the same that I've had for a very long time: um, is to continue to better myself. Uh, and if you know, like I said earlier, if I'm inspiring people. To, to better themselves, then that fulfills my my goal. I, I I know the last time we talked in September, I said I just wanted to help people. That still is the same. Um, and if what I'm doing for myself is helping somebody, 
you know, improve their quality of life, then awesome. You know, that that makes me just as happy as being a, a fast track coach. You're amazing. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> you know, you uh, said I, something I, too that Oh, am I there? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was gonna say you said something too which I thought was really profound. You wanted to help people, but you also had enough self awareness within yourself to know that you're not in a place where you can't help people until you help something of yourself. And taking yes. yourself back out of the equation is both helping people and setting yourself up for long-term. And it's hard to do because sometimes you just yep. like to put on the act that I, I know what I'm doing and do this, this, and this. But you, you have that self-awareness to kind of say, listen, I got to focus on me for a minute, which ultimately is helpful for everyone. Yeah, yeah. I um, I I tried to reach out for you know for therapy because um, you know I was just going through a lot of stuff, a lot of stress, um, and uh, yeah, I, I felt like I needed you know to to speak with somebody. Um, unfortunately, that didn't happen. Um, I guess my problems were too big for a, a, a therapist to help me with. <laughs> but. Uh, I think stepping back and kind of taking a couple of deep breaths and just, you know, thinking, you know, to myself, you know, how can I address the situations that I'm in? And, you know, uh, I kind of self, self-fixed self it. Um, I, I don't know if it's fully cured, but where I'm at right now, I'm improving uh, mentally and um, and I'm on my way to, to continue to, to do what I got to do for, for myself. I'm so proud of you. I appreciate it. It, it, it. Go ahead. No, go ahead, man. Sorry. No, no. I, I was just going to say that you know I, I, you know I, I'm I'm trying to to focus on myself, um, you know to to improve in the in the areas that I need that I I may be weak in, um, you know. Uh, but yeah, I, I feel like I'm I'm close to uh, trying to take on some more clients. Um, I'm hoping to put something on Facebook, uh, you know, as soon as possible, and see if uh, you know Hayden will let me kind of get a pass because I've been quiet for so long. Um, but yeah. Oh, uh, it, it's it's a takes it's a it's it's a lot of courage to come out there and say that I had some issues and I got some stuff going on and I'm trying to work on it. And it's way, way more rare than you think. A lot of people, whenever they've got something going on or have an issue, the first thing is to deflect and make it somebody else's fault, make it somebody else's problem. But it's really hard to kind of look inward and realize, listen, i got to figure some stuff out. Um, so I commend you on that. That's, that's pretty cool that you're out there trying to do the work to make things better for you and your family and everyone around you. Thank you. I appreciate it. It uh it definitely doesn't go unnoticed. Anytime someone kind of helps me uh, get back in check, um, you know, because I am hard on myself. Um, so it is it is refreshing knowing that I'm doing something right, even when I feel like I may not be. Um, I'm a very hard critic of myself, um, and that's not the best mentality because if you're if you're downgrading yourself, you're not building yourself, and that's that's my ultimate goal is to build myself. Well, Ryan, I believe in you. I believe you're gonna you're gonna do some great things, not only in the DDTY community, but in your world. You seem like you got a really good head on your shoulders, and and uh, I think that uh, I think you got a lot of uh, ups 
side from here. So congratulations, man. And uh, I can't wait to get an update in the year and hear how things are going for you. And we'd love to have you back on some time if you get the chance. I appreciate and, it, guys. Uh, anytime, appreciate anytime. Definitely. Thank you guys awesome, for, the, awesome. for the invite. Hopefully next time I'll be a, a, a three-time, three-time uh uh, catch the catch a little reference there. <laughs> Absolutely, man. And I'll, I'll look for you in ten minutes to be outside fixing my air conditioner. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll I'll head up to Charlotte as soon as I can. Good lord. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. And uh, thank you, guys. Great show. Thank you, Ryan. And we only got a couple more minutes, but we couldn't possibly end DDP Radio in this. Crystal Stewart, the one and only Canadian quote master, sends us off into a week with something inspiring to keep us going. So this really reflects Ryan's post and journey um, that I've been reading up on a lot this week. So the quote this week is by Mike Mullins. um, The struggle you feel is actually called progress. (laughs) I love it. Thank you, Mike Mullins, for that wonderful See, Ryan, what we, i got to explain this because nobody knows what's going on, but everyone who listens knows what's going on. Whenever Crystal comes up with a quote, she looks up a quote that is anonymous or doesn't have, like, a, a, an author. She just I just described it to me. I take credit for it. So I'm probably the most published quote, quote master in history. <laughs> right. But, um, <laughs> That's uh, a good one, though. I, I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to go through and just start, like, you know, all those, like, famous, like, uh, anecdotes and quotes throughout history, just writing my name at the bottom of them. <laughs> I, Ryan, <laughs> this is my ass. I, I know you guys are trying to jump off here, but Ray Lewis uh, quotes have kind of been my go-to for whenever I'm struggling with something. Um, and one quote that he said is, um, I'm pissed off for greatness, and if you're not pissed off for greatness – then that means you're okay with being mediocre. Yep. There you go. There you go. So, yeah, Baltimore, that's a good one. That, that, that's what keeps me uh, like, I, I got to be great. I got to be great. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, you're great, man. Thank you for coming on with us, and I appreciate it. Thanks, and friend. we will be back with another great episode of DDT Radio Live next week. Uh, until then, I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you, Crystal. Thank you, Ryan. Sorry Thanks. about all the technical bullshit, but uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Have a great week and own it. Thank you guys. Checked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Paige. Oh, oh, Diamond Cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond wow. Cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and most importantly, own your life. This has been a Talk Radio. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.